Hey everyone, welcome to Be The Change. My name is Lily Mott, and today I'm going to be talking about how change comes when you never change your authenticity for approval. Kellyanna Brooking is a political strategist, youth campaign advisor, the host of the show A Few Words, and a Turning Point Ambassador and Hub President. I got to talk with Kellyanna about all of these different roles she plays. So without further ado, let's get started with this episode featuring Kellyanna Brooking. I'm 14 years old. I live in Washington State. It's really hard being this young in the political world sometimes and being a conservative in such a liberal-dominated area, but it's been a really awesome journey so far. I'm a political strategist and a youth campaign advisor for Semi Bird, who is running for governor here in Washington State. I'm really excited to help his campaign. I'm a Turning Point ambassador and Turning Point hub president, and I am host of my own show, A Few Words. That's a great start. So tell me the background story about how you got into all of this work. Like you said, you're 14 and it's so inspiring that you're passionate about getting involved with politics at such a young age. So tell me more about what motivated you to get started with this work. Yeah, of course. So I got involved in politics when I was 12. I was living in Seattle at the time. And as I'm sure you've seen and everybody watching this has seen, Seattle is absolutely insane. And during the summer of 2020, we had a lovely area called Chop Chaz, and their main focus was defunding the police. And growing up, I was never really taught about politics per se. I was just always taught to respect those who help to serve and make our lives safer and our community safer. So when I saw that our police were being treated this way and people weren't only just talking of defunding the police, they were actively being defunded. I was it didn't even resonate with me as a political thing. It was just morally wrong. And the way that local journalists and news anchors, newspapers, the media was covering this issue, they were covering it in a way where this is good. This is okay because it's taking place in the name of equality and social justice. And I knew that was wrong. So I needed to speak up for that. So I started speaking out on social media that we need to support our police, no matter what your views on police are. I think we can all agree that there's flaws in any sort of job profession and that there needs to be more training. And if you're on the left and you think that the police need more training, you should want to fund them to help give them those resources. That way they can be better and maybe fix some mistakes that they previously made. So I knew that I needed to speak out against it. And from there, I've just been involved in Turning Point. I've worked on several campaigns. I've been in newspapers and media hits. And that's where I got my start in politics. Thank you for sharing that experience. And I would love to talk more about these different platforms that you've been able to utilize to share your thoughts on politics. So I'd love to start with a few words. Can you tell me more about how you started a few words and what you're working on now to develop it? Yeah, of course. So I've had a few words for a while now. It started off as me doing um, just some like Zoom interviews on Instagram because I started it in like the height of COVID. So it was really hard to get people in person, as I'm sure you've experienced before. And my first interview was with uh, one of my friend's dads was a police officer. So we just did it in like the kitchen. It was just a quick little interview. I was so nervous. I was reading it from my phone. It was a mess, but I'm glad that I did it because it was a good conversation. But that's how I started a few words. It was just some social media stuff, nothing too crazy. And I've now been able to, over the summer, I went to Dallas and I got to film with a Dallas media company where it was a lot more official and I had different guests and I got to have a teleprompter. And it's really amazing how far that it's come from watching me be this like, nervous little 12 year old till now. Obviously I still have a lot to learn. And I really want my show to be able to have different walks of life and different perspectives on my show because 
as we were talking about before, it can be kind of hard in politics to find a common ground and people just wanting to push their own agenda and make the other side look stupid and have I got you questions. So on my show, my goal is to have people from different perspectives. I would love to have the complete opposite of who I am. Maybe if there was another 14 year old who's a raging leftist, I'd love to have them on my show because I just want to build that conversation and show people that it's okay to disagree on certain topics and still be respectful. So you mentioned the challenges that you faced while you were developing the show and getting your voice out there. So what are some of those challenges that you faced as you've gotten more involved in politics the last few years? Yeah, good question. So obviously I get hate from people who have different views than me. That's just a custom when you're in politics or really when you have any opinion and you're outspoken about it. I've had numerous death threats and hate pages made about me from the left and kids at school and just stupid little things like that. But also something I've experienced is the in-party fighting. I've had some like, I am a constitutionalist conservative and I'm Republican. I don't consider myself socially conservative. And I think a lot of people get that kind of confused and mixed up sometimes because I have people comment on what I'm wearing all the time. I went to the Capitol, the Washington Capitol the other day, and I took some pictures and I was wearing a skirt and I've had so many old school conservatives comment on my thing like your skirt is too short blah blah all this and just calling me a fake conservative when really that's not the case and it's just really irritating and something with my age too I think people look down on me a lot and they think that I have no idea what I'm talking about and it's okay to try to manipulate me and talk to me like I'm this little kid that has no idea what I'm doing people tell me all the time I'm just a talking point I'm just this I'm just that when that's absolutely not the case. And I think it's a shame that people will look down on the younger generation and think that they have no idea what they're talking about, because I know for a fact I know what I'm talking about. And it's really disheartening that people don't even want to have a conversation anymore. And there has been a lot of challenges, and it can be very overwhelming at times, especially when I first got involved in politics. I was absolutely heartbroken over one person like commenting, like, just something stupid. Like, that used to really tear me up. And I realized that it really doesn't matter what people think of you anymore because once you stop thinking and caring about what other people care about what other people think about you it's really freeing and i think another thing is you have to have the courage to be disliked no matter what your political views are when you speak out about any opinion people aren't going to like you but when people don't like you you don't have to care and that's what i've realized That's such an important point for everyone to keep in mind, especially people who are public facing and doing advocacy or activism work. So you're becoming a voice for young conservatives through your work with a few words and with Turning Point. And what are some of the issues that you are most passionate about? And kind of a two part question here. What are some of the issues that you think are going to impact Gen Z the most into the future? Yeah, that's a great question. So I feel like oftentimes with the younger generation, they'll just see something on social media and run with that. They'll get their news source from TikTok or see something stupid. And then that's their main source of news. This is facts. If you disagree, you're wrong. And I think that's the case with a lot of different people from different sides of the aisle. And I think that I really want my goal with my show, my goal with my youth campaign advisor role, my main goal with my platform and politics as of now is to just get younger people to I don't want everybody to think the same as me. I just want people to think in general. And even if that's the complete opposite of what I'm saying, I just really want people to have their own views and not be sheep to anybody. And I think that oftentimes the younger generation will look at policy and politics and it will be deemed as boring or a future issue. Like, I'm only this age. I don't need to worry about that until I can vote. or to. They just make excuses for certain things. And I think that a perfect example of that would be 
the border. I think that people will think about the border and they'll be like, oh, that's just a future issue because I don't live in this state or that state. When really things like that can affect our day-to-day lives. As we've seen with policy, politics affect us with gas prices, schools, shopping, money, everything. And I just really want the youth to not view policy as boring. And that's one of my things with my youth campaign advisor role. I really want the younger generation to realize that they do have a voice and they can make an impact for future voters and for themselves. I think it's so important for people to do that fact checking of their information. And like you said, really try to learn about politics and dig deeper into the issues that they may see on social media or even on the news. It's it's important to do that research and it's important for people to care, like you said. So switching gears a bit, what is some of the best advice that you've gotten through your work in politics? You've been doing this work for a few years now. So is there any advice or words of wisdom that you've gotten that have really stuck with you? Yes. So never change your authenticity for approval. Somebody said that to me and that really stuck with me. That's like my favorite quote ever, because as I was saying before, you have to have the courage to be disliked when you're speaking out about something that you're passionate about, because no matter what you say, somebody's going to be a hater and somebody's going to find some way to bring you down. And also what I've realized is when people no longer have a good argument against what you're saying, usually with politics for me, if they don't have a good argument against me anymore, they go for personal attacks. Like, you're ugly, I hate the way you dress, you do this wrong, you do that wrong. They just find personal attacks. So once they start doing that, you realize that you've won the argument. And I think that when you're in the world of politics or when you're doing anything, it can be very hard when people don't like you because it's in our human nature. We want people to like us. We want to be accepted so badly. And especially when you're a teenager, that can mean changing yourself that you don't even recognize yourself anymore just so that people will like you and give you some sort of instant gratification. But you really need to learn that you should be doing what you're doing for you and really just making yourself happy because at the end of the day, it really does not matter what people think. And that's how I try to live my life because it really does not matter what other people think of you. That's great advice. And I think it's so important to keep in mind when you're doing this work. So I have one more question for you. Lots of young people, especially college students and high school students, want to create change, but they may not know where to get started with that work. Do you have any advice for those people who may be listening? Yeah, that's a really good question. It can be very difficult, especially even if you live in like a, if you're a liberal kid and you live in a conservative area, no matter what, it can be really hard to start that especially when you care what other people think and just being a kid in general, it's really hard to get that start when you're the only person doing it because I've experienced that before. When you're the only one, it's kind of like intimidating and overwhelming. But try to find a community that you know agrees with you or even if people disagree with you, they can somewhat find common ground with you and support what you're doing. Or if you guys disagree on the topic but can find different ways to go about it and meet in the middle, I think that's a really great way. It can be really hard in person, but social media is a great way too because there's several different social media platforms that you can make a little subgroup that agrees with you or try to find people at your school or your local community and try to get together and just really find common ground and really try to think of a common goal. I really enjoyed talking with Kellyanna, and I think she brought up some great points about how important it is to learn about politics and get involved in government in any way you can, because it really impacts our lives in so many ways. The advice that really stuck with me after this conversation was about how you should never change your authenticity for approval. I think this is so important to remember with change making because the work that you're doing may not be cool or popular with everyone, but that shouldn't matter. 
Kellyanna said she gets a lot of backlash for the work she's doing, but she believes in it, and she's not going to change that work for the approval of the critics around her. I think this is an important piece of advice for everyone who's getting involved in making change, because you may face criticism from others, but if you believe in the work you're doing, it's important to persevere through the pushbacks. Kellyanna started this work at such a young age and has continued to develop her political platform, and I think her story is an example of how change comes when you never change your authenticity for approval. Thank you so much for listening to this episode, and you can find Kellyanna on Instagram at Kellyanna Brooking to get connected with her. If you want to talk about anything I mentioned, please reach out to me by email at lily at bethechangepodcast.org or on Instagram at bethechangepodcast. Tune in for my next episode, but until then, be the change you wish to see in the world. Bye, guys.